0: Tour, and a recent speaker's gig I did for the libraries in Cairns. One photo of me roaring drunk on margaritas with my face looking like an eggplant is worth the price of a mouse click on its own. I also want to say hello to the men and women in our armed services wherever they might be. I know I've got a big following in the military, my books remind them of home and I've been swapping parcels of books for t-shirts. Some of the t-shirts they sent me back from Afghanistan are unreal. Our serving men and women do a great job and Australia a great service and we should all be proud of them. Well, that's about it for the time being. I'm not sure what my next book will be all about, though I'm thinking of sending Les over to Western Australia. I'd like to set a story between Perth, Broome and Derby. Any Sandgropers out there got any stories or ideas, drop me a line. There might even be a drink in it for you. In the meantime, thanks for all your support and letters. I truly appreciate it. And I'll no doubt get to meet and greet some of you when I'm doing book signings for Les Norton and the Case of the Talking Pie Crust. All the best. Robert G. Barrett. Les Norton and the Case of the Talking Pie Crust. Sprawled comfortably on his backyard banana chair in a plain white T-shirt over an old pair of blue shorts, Norton smiled and shook his head in admiration as the CD in the ghetto blaster alongside him cut out. How can a couple of blokes as old as those two keep pumping out filthy foot-stomping rock and roll as mean as that? He asked himself. Christ, Buddy guy has to be pushing 80. Jerry Lee Lewis is in his 70s, and they're still making hacks out of musicians half their age. Norton had been listening to a CD called Last Man Standing, featuring Jerry Lee Lewis doing duos with everyone from Jimmy Page to Neil Young to Mick Jagger. The particular track that had Norton shaking his head was called Helicole Boogie in which the crusty old southern rocker pumped out a scorching rock and roll duo with veteran blues man Buddy Guy. Why'd they call it Howlacol? asked Buddy Guy when the track ended. Howlacol is something? replied Jerry Lee. Norton liked the CD that much. He put down his cup of lemongrass tea with ginger, reached lazily across and played it again. It was mid-morning on a delightful autumn Saturday in beautiful downtown Bondi and a light sou'wester was pushing a scattering of puffy clouds towards the ocean, while the languidly rising sun warmed the day. Normally at this time, Les would be getting out of bed after a hard day's night at the pickle factory, instead of lying out in the backyard alone, catching some rays and getting into a bit of boogie. But the big Queenslander had been cruelly laid low by a virus he'd picked up at the Cali Club, and he had to take a week off work. The bug hit him Saturday night, when he suddenly started sneezing and his nose began running. By Sunday, he felt absolutely rooted. Monday, he was still sneezing and coughing up what looked like pineapple yogurt. So he rang Price. To painfully inform the dapper, grey-haired casino owner he was at death's door and about to see a doctor. Stick the Kelly Club in his ass and get someone else in for the rest of the week. That was no problem. Billy Dunn's cousin Royce was in need of a dollar and only too willing to help out. So Les set off to see a good doctor he knew up in Old Southhead Road, who prescribed him some industrial-strength antibiotics, along with some good advice. Les got his prescription filled, then drove home, gobbled down the antibiotics with several vitamin C tablets and honey and lemon, then crawled miserably into bed to have a good sulk and sweat out the evil spirits. Whatever pills the good doctor prescribed certainly worked. By Wednesday, Les had stopped coughing and sneezing. By Thursday, he was on his feet. Friday, he had a slow jog along the soft sand on Bondi Beach. And on Saturday morning, after a good night's sleep, Les was smiling and fit for work. However, Les decided to keep this to himself and have a few more days off. So he rang Billy's wife earlier to say he was still pretty crook and tell Billy to keep his cousin at the club till the end of the following week. Lindy said she'd pass the message on and would he like her to bring round some chicken soup. That was quite all right, thanks, Les lied to her as he glanced at the